Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We've got a mini first base preview next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Tuesday, February 8th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And before we actually get into the ADP and some sleepers, breakouts, and busts, Scotty, how do you feel about the first base position this year? Uh, overall, your thoughts on the position and maybe what your strategy might be at first base. Well, it's 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 become it's become a position that's kind of light on studs. Like there's there's never a lack of offense at first base. There's never a lack of power. Every team just kind of sticks their extra hitter there because uh, there's there's a lower threshold for defense at least at the major league level. Uh, so there are always bats to be found, but in terms of standout studs, this position is, has become pretty pretty light on them. Pretty light on them. So, you know, I, I don't have a really specific strategy. You know, and if if it's the appropriate time to take Vladimir Guerrero, I will. If it's appropriate time to take Pete Alonso, like in round five, I will. Uh, there's this pocket of hitters that tend to go. Their ADP is is shockingly low. They're all in the 150 range. It's it's uh, Josh Bell, Reese Hoskins, Joey Votto, and uh, CJ Crone. And I, I love the value of that foursome. They go after guys like Ryan Mountcastle, Jared Walsh, and Jay Cronenworth, who I like less. So, you know, if I don't get one of those studs at what I think is appropriate value, I'm happy to wait for one of those four. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it it tends to be a position that I don't, I don't put a high priority on these days. Well, Scott, that group of four that you just referenced is known as the profit pocket. And it's one of my favorites <laughs> to target at the first base position. Uh, not many studs up top, but there are at least two. So let's look at the top five at ADP right now. In the first round, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. going at pick 4.7. In the second round, Freddie Freeman, ADP 19. Third round, Matt Olson, ADP 35. At the 4-5 turn, we see Paul Goldschmidt at pick 48.7. And then in the fifth round, we see Pete Alonzo with an ADP of 51.7. Scott, you've already referenced Vladimir Guerrero. He was spectacular last season. 311 batting average, 48 home runs, 123 runs scored, 111 RBI. Is there any concern? What is the downside when it comes to Vladimir Guerrero? Well, I mean, you and Chris Towers on the Full Length Podcast are really trying to make the case for Vladimir Guerrero's downside, and I just don't see a lot. I mean, as hard as he impacts the ball, as much contact as he makes, you know, Chris kind of painted his downside as as Freddie Freeman-like, and okay, fair enough. That's still first-round caliber, uh, but I, I, I don't, I don't really think there's a reason to focus on the downside because you could do that with every first-round pick, right? Like, what's the downside of Fernando Tatis? He has shoulder problems and and uh, only plays half the year. Shohei Otani, of course. Um, you know, Vladimir Guerrero is is about as impactful of a batting average and home run and RBI sources you could expect to get. And he's competing for the triple crown deep into September. I see him as one of the safest first rounders. So I have him as my second overall player in both Roto and points leagues. We begged and begged for years for Vladimir Guerrero to just 
Stop hitting as many ground balls. Raise that launch angle and let's see what could happen. That's exactly what he did last year, and let's hope that he can carry that over here into 2022 as well. Scott, let's do some sleepers, breakouts, and busts at first base. Who is your favorite sleeper at the position? My favorite sleeper is Luke Voigt, and he, he might be my favorite sleeper in any position because it's just crazy how late he's going off the board. He's the 250th player off the board on average. This was the guy who led the majors in home runs in 2020. Obviously, he, he was hurt for much of last season, uh, and, and then when he finally got healthy, they had, they had acquired Anthony Rizzo, so he wasn't getting consistent playing time. You can understand his numbers being down. But still, since the Yankees acquired him late in 2018, he's at 271 with a 901 OPS, homering at a rate better than Matt Olson. He's still only 31. He's currently in line to be the Yankees starter at first base again because Rizzo's gone. Maybe they get someone else between now and opening day, but if they don't, Voigt has a chance to be a top five first baseman, and he's not even being drafted as a top 25 first baseman. Yeah, the ADP outside of the top 250 right now for Luke Voigt. Scotty, who's a breakout that you like at first base? The breakout I like is Alex Kirilov, who's, of course, also eligible in the outfield. And he got off to a 3-for-26 start as a rookie last year. We hyped him early on. But, you know, his his underlying number, the stat cast data, how hard he hit the ball, how well he elevated, all of that made him out to be to say he would he should be performing much better than that. And he started to. He started to for like a four-game stretch. He homered four times, and then he tore a ligament in his wrist, kept trying to play through it. The numbers ended up not looking so great. He finally re- resigned to surgery in July. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he was crushing the ball before then. And if you look at his minor league history in 2018 when he was healthy, 348 with a 970 OPS, the next year, when he also had wrist troubles, 283 with a 756 OPS. Now the surgery, now, now the wrist has been corrected, and I think he'll take off. All right, Scott, 20 seconds or less. Who is a bust at first base? Ryan Mountcastle is like my top bust overall. I already had him as a bust before. They pushed the fences back 30 feet in Camden Yards. It, it might be the toughest place for a right-handed hitter to hit the ball out now as much as they move the fence back. And, uh, you know, he hit 33 home runs last year. He does nothing else but hit home runs, and he doesn't really have the exit velocity to justify having that many. I thought he was going to decline to around 25 homers. Now with the fences pushed back, maybe 20 for him. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.